everybody, welcome to This Good Word. This is episode 136. And today I want to talk about the importance of not smoothing off all the rough edges in your life. I want to talk about taking aim at perfectionism in all of its forms. And I want to talk about taking it down. I want to talk about coming to terms with those things about you that maybe some people call too much. That maybe, maybe you call them too much. I want to talk about deciding that you are no longer going to work on that thing. You know what I mean by that? You're no longer going to say, man, I, I just, I got to work on that thing, that little thing. And we're going to talk about the difference between what are things you really need to work on and why you should work on them. Uh, so hopefully you won't get confused about that one. But I really want to talk about every single one of us has unique traits and we're all a single package. Like the people that love us, they don't get to love the beautiful, put together, awesome parts about us but completely reject the parts about us that aren't so awesome because we are all one big package, right? And that package includes things that are great, things that maybe people struggle with, maybe things that you struggle with. But I want to talk about setting ourselves free from always working on that thing. And so I want to tell a couple stories. The first is that I was, uh, this was, gosh, at least 10 years ago, and I was sitting with a guy that was one of my mentors at the time, and uh, we were talking, and we were having this conversation that he was asking me some great questions, and I was getting into it, I was opening up, I was being kind of vulnerable, and we were sitting on, like, we were sitting on his deck, uh, and then he could see me and he was paying attention to me, but then like through the window of his, uh, the sliding glass door, this baseball game was on and he was really paying attention to me, but there was this one moment where I was talking and then all of a sudden he throws up his arms like, yes. And he starts cheering and I'm like, what are you doing? Right? <laughs> I mean, what are you doing? And he goes, Oh, I'm sorry, man. Uh, they just hit a home run. And I'm like, what? And then I got in his face and I said, man, I, you, you were asking me some pretty intense things and I was getting kind of vulnerable. And then he looked at me and he said, you know, you get the whole package with me. And there's a way in which you could, you could kind of say like, man, what a jerk. Like find a new mentor. But I really did love this guy. And this guy really was pretty great uh, with me and to me. And what I understood in that moment was that really is part of the package with him. Like he really gives you his focus, but every once in a while <laughs> his focus goes. And it doesn't mean he won't come back and refocus, but it also means he's he was saying, listen, I am a pretty good listener, but listening is probably not going to be my number one quality in life. You know what I mean? Like it's probably not going to be a thing that I am known for across all of time and space. And um, so, you know, I, I was just like, all right, well, that was really helpful, actually. 
it was really a helpful exercise for me to know that I can't expect someone to be perfectly like I I love every single thing about them at every single moment. And they're going to be giving me their absolute best at every single time I talk to them. So that was a learning that was that was about 10 years ago. And then recently I was talking to another friend and he asked me this question like, you know, it's basically like, am I am I really too much this? And I remember, you know, talking to him about it and I was answering his question. I was getting into it. And then, you know, I said, you know, I am to this and you're to this. And it's just totally different things. And it really is. I mean, we're really radically different people. And then he said this thing is he 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 sort of threw his arms up. And I don't I don't think he was upset with me, but what he said was, man, we're all too much. Like we're, 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 we all have too much something and it's not fair for the people in our lives. And he just said verbatim what I just said. He said, it's not fair for the people in our lives to love the things they love about us and to roundly reject the things that are rough edged about us and expect us to change those things. And it's really interesting. Like, if you think about that, you should have some questions in your mind. Like, well, is it okay to ever confront somebody because they really are hurting you? Yes, we're going to get to that. Are there things about you and other people that do need to change? Yes, we'll get to that. But the main point of this particular episode is we're going to wage war on that part of us and each other that demands everything like that 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 demands that every single part of us be well-rounded that we would be equally as good at listening as we are at speaking that we would be equally as good at um, paying really really close attention to everything that's happening and also be a really big picture person. Like we would we would hope that no one else holds us to that standard. And when they do, we get upset. So let's not hold ourselves up to that standard. I think that's where it starts. I think most of the time we are expecting ourselves to be these fully well-rounded, fully orbed, fully integrated people that don't make mistakes. And if we do, we should have known better and we'll work on it for next time. Well, what if, what if you're not going to work on that thing for next time? Like, what if that's just part of the package of you? What if you're just not that great at that and you're honestly never going to be? Or what if you're just going to choose, like if that, if, if, if a particular thing that you do or say really bugs someone, that, that may be time to, to look at that and it, and it might be an invitation to change something, but it also might be an invitation to say, you know what, I, I, there's a lot of things I'm working on in my life and that's not going to be one of them. I remember having a counselor one time 
And this guy was really, really good. I mean, he was, he was a great help to me in my life, this, this therapist. But the first time that, that he met with me, he goes, I need to tell you a couple of things. And he said, the first thing is that I am almost always late. Now, I, you know, I figure if I'm up to 10 minutes late, that's okay. And it really doesn't require any explanation. He also said, now, listen, you're always going to get your full time. In fact, I'll probably always give you extra time. But I, I am almost always late. And it's just something I've chosen not to work on. I'm not going to worry about it if I'm up to 10 minutes late. And can you th and like that was so freeing for me to hear that. I was like, wow, I mean, like that's pretty cool. Like you could get all wound up about that. I'm a professional. I should be on time. And, and some of you I know are thinking, well, wait a minute. He is a professional. He should be on time. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh. But then think about it. Like if if you if that really bugs you, like if you can't stand that, then you're not gonna work with them. And he's okay with that. Like if him being nine minutes late every time is going to be something that is going to bug you so much, you're just, you're, you're going to fire him as a, as a, as a therapist and you're going to move on. And he's totally okay with that. <laughs> the other thing he said, the second thing he said is, you know, I swear sometimes, and I use some pretty colorful language. I, I hope I don't do that in a gratuitous way, but it's just part of how I talk. Um, I, and, and, and if that is going to bug you, um, you know, we probably can't work together. Again, here is this, uh, this, this professional who you think would be really working hard to keep his clients and doing whatever they think is best, never being out of bounds in any way, paying particular attention to language. But he was saying, no, actually, I, I, I can swear like a sailor sometimes. And I, I, I don't think I do it in a way that is offensive to any people groups or any people, but I just use colorful language. And if that's going to bug you, we're not going to be able to work together. <laughs> well, it didn't bug me at all. In fact, it, it absolutely made me love him more. And on that note, and on the note of being too much, I rem this was maybe six months ago. And I was, um, one of my friends on Facebook posted something that was, uh, kind of funny and I posted back and, you know, I was like, I, I can't remember exactly the swear word I used, but it wasn't like this terrible word. Uh, I can't remember what it was. I really can't. And then he kind of hilariously and snarkily shot back, watch your mouth, you know, and I, I kind of laughed when I read it. And then the next comment was from this guy who said, who's read some of my books, obviously, and kind of follows what I do. And he said, uh, Steve, I'm offended. And he said, I really, um, I'm not going to stop reading your books, but this is really surprising that you would use that kind of language. Uh, and then there was like two or three more sentences that was really like putting me in my play. I mean, how dare I uh, say shit on Facebook or something like that? 
And then the, his, his last sentence was, and I, I swear to you, this is what it was. It was really, comma, watch your mouth. <laughs> well, you know what? I think there are times to make adjustments in life. But I'm going to tell you right now, I didn't take that piece of device. Now, do I go around, you know, flagrantly throwing language around like crazy? No. But do I do I use some language? Yes. And it doesn't make me less than in any way, shape or form. And what I need to say is like, oh my goodness, if that is really going to offend you, if that's going to make you not read my books or not listen to my podcast, something like swearing, then, you know, oh, it's okay. Like you don't need to read my books. It's really okay. I'm probably going to offend you in a thousand ways if that offends you. So let's, so what is it that you're too much in? And can you can can you consider just consider that maybe it's not something you're going to work on? Maybe if that particular thing about you bugs someone so much that they can't be your friend, maybe it's time to say, well, you know, then maybe we can't be friends because frankly, I'm working on a lot in my life and I'm not going to work on that. Hey friends, we'll get right back to the podcast in a minute, but I wanted to take some time to thank you for listening. I also wanted to point you to where you can find my other work. If you go to steveweens.com, my website, you can find links to buy my books, to read my blog. And also, if you want to, you can invite me to speak to your tribe. When my schedule allows, I love to travel and do that. Lastly, you can check out patreon.com slash thisgoodword and consider becoming a supporter of This Good Word. Uh, for as little as $2 a month, you can get access to content that I only publish on Patreon. Right now, I'm going through a series on Lent. So if you subscribe now, you can get access to a weekly blog dedicated to helping you reflect and enter into Lent a little more fully. Hey, if you enjoy this good word, please head on over to iTunes and leave a rating and a review. It's a really good way to help me spread the message of this good word. Thanks so much. Let's get back to the podcast. Let's ask the question, wait a minute. Uh, when should you work on it? Like when is a time where someone says, hey, you know what? This thing about you, uh, I, I, I really need to talk to you about it because... Um, man, it's not, I, I, I feel uh, hurt by it, or I feel that it's not appropriate, or I feel like it's just something that needs to change. Here's the general question is, am I causing suffering? That's your question. Am I causing suffering to myself by doing this too much? Or am I causing suffering to someone else? Now, suffering to someone else isn't just annoying them or isn't acting in a way that they wouldn't prefer. It's actually causing suffering. Now, I'm not talking about, you know, third degree burns or I'm not, I mean, it doesn't have to go that far, but is it causing suffering to yourself? Like if you're 
drinking too much, smoking too much, taking too many drugs, if you're angry too much, you know, chances are that's, that's those things. And those are just three or four things. There's a million other things, but chances are those kinds of things are either causing you suffering or causing someone else suffering. If you're, if you're too much of a know-it-all in the theological arena, uh, chances are you are causing suffering for other people. If you're too judgmental, chances are that's causing suffering for someone else. If you, um, if you're, if if the way you treat people at work is sarcastic to the point of now, some sarcasm is just hilarious, but if if it's to the point where it's genuinely, honestly hurting people's feelings and breaking relationships then I think that's suffering. I, I, I think that's a, that's a form of suffering. So I hope you're tracking on that. And, and, and that really does take some discernment. Uh, I, I would take real seriously someone that says, um, your, your, your actions are really hurting me, hurting my feelings. I, I have taken that seriously in the past. And that would move me to, um, gosh, to, to do something about it. It, it would move my heart. Uh, and it has in the past. But for all other things that, you know, the smaller things, what I want to say is that's just part of the package and you don't get to love the part of the package that you, that's easy to love and just reject the part of the package that is difficult for you to love, right? I mean, that's not, that's not the game that we're going to play, or it's at least not the game I'm going to play. And if you insist on continuing to play that game with me in this relationship, then I'm going to put some boundaries around you. Um, right? So, so he, he, here's a little list. Like what is the thing with you or in you that is too much? Maybe honestly, you talk too much. You talk a little too much. You, you, you know, you tend to dominate the conversation a little too much. It's not brutal. You're not like absolutely shutting people down. You just have a lot to say and you are passionate and you jump in to conversations and you know, you're the one that tends to talk maybe 65% of the conversation, the other person gets 35%. Well, if someone says, Hey, you know, could I, you know, can I get a little, can I get a word in edgewise? Sure. I mean, the answer is, yeah, I'm sorry, man. But don't make the, make the, you know, don't make the promise to yourself or anyone else that, Oh, I'm going to just, I'm going to shut up now. I'm, I'm not going to talk at all. Um, don't, don't, don't do that. Maybe just part of your beautiful self is that you tend to talk a lot and that can be okay. Um, are you too shy? Okay. That's, that's the other side of the spectrum. Oh man, I'm so shy. I really should work on speaking up. I really should work on saying something interesting. I really should come up with things to say, you know what? Be a quiet person. I remember I used to have this friend named Dave and, uh, he was so okay with with silences in the conversation. <laughs> he was so okay with it. I mean, and he, he would just wait you out. Like if he had nothing to say, totally fine. Totally fine with him. Um, are you too emotional? You cry a lot. You tend to, you know, lose it at times. Uh, and people want you to tone it down. People want you to get a little bit more even Steven so they don't feel uncomfortable around you. You know what I want to say to that? You know, no. You know what? Yeah. If, if you're manipulating people and if you're making it so no one else can have emotions, then yeah, you got to look at that. But if you are by your very nature passionate 
and that includes tears and sometimes some yelling. That is who you are, my friends. And some people need to learn how to deal with you without getting so triggered. Are you too conservative? Let's talk about that one. Like in this day and age, try to be like, try to be a, try to be someone who, who is a Republican without getting absolutely laughed out of the room if you have friends that are progressive in any way. I mean, who look down at you with disdain because maybe you did vote for Trump and you don't love Trump, but you voted for him because you, you know, he, he holds some, um, some values that maybe you hold and, and he was better than the other alternatives in your opinion. And so you voted for him and it's okay. And, but you get treated like you are the, the dumbest person in the world that you have no care for the earth or care for the, each other or care for minorities or, and all of a sudden you are put in this, this category that you're like, wait a minute, that's not who I am. So stop treating me like that. Um, maybe it's time for you just to say, you know what? This is who I am. I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep growing. I'm going to keep learning, but I'm not going to stop being who I am. Uh, are you too progressive, right? Are you too bleeding heart liberal? Are, do you care about too many causes? Are you too idealistic? Are you always um, you, you know, buzzing about the latest injustice? Well, if you're insufferable about it, you know what? It's probably time to tone that down. But if you're just passionate about these things and this is what this is who you are and this is what you're going to fight for, then go for it. And that's just who you are. Don't don't smooth off that rough edge, right? Uh, are you too driven? This is a tough one, right? Too driven. But maybe you just really like to do a good job and you like to work hard and and um, and you're trying to keep it in balance. And, and for the most part, you are. But you really care about this thing. Maybe it's time to say, you know what? I'm going to work on my boundaries. I'm going to work on my time off. But I am going to care about this thing a lot. Uh, are you too vain? I like this one, right? Are you, do you care about shoes too much or fashion too much? Or, you know, are you always looking at the magazines of, you know, the beautiful people and, and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, it's like, if that's you, oh my gosh, maybe you're feeling like, I can't believe I'm shallow. I care about this stuff. Well, you know what? Maybe it's time for you to say, you know what? No, I love fashion. I, I, I love shoes. I love this kind of stuff. And, yeah, if it's taking over your life or it's making you judgmental or if you can't see people for who they are, then yeah, it's probably time to tone it down. But if it's just something you love, I say go for it. Love it. Get into it, right? Uh, are you too smart, too lazy, too overweight, too thin? There is so many different things you could be too much of. Here's what I want to say. If you're always caught in making yourself better in every single environment, in every single way, then you're going to get caught in perfectionism and you're going to try really hard to change that so hard that you're going to give up and um, and you're going to crash and burn and you're going to be caught in a try hard give up cycle because you're going to get overwhelmed. There's going to be way too many things that you're working on in your life to smooth off the rough edges. You're going to be way too sensitive to people's comments. You're going to be way too concerned about every single part of you acting in full integrity and 100% perfectionism. And that is no way to live. Can I get an amen? Right? That is no way to live. There are just some things about you that are just you and the people that love you and like you 
accept those things and they're not asking for them to change. And when you find people like that, you better hug those people, kiss them, (laughs) appreciate them because they love you for you. And they don't love you because you're easy to be around. I mean, come on, easy to be around, right? I mean, I don't, right? So the question is, how much energy are you willing to put towards trying hard to be more palatable to people who don't love the real you anyway, right? How much energy are you going to spend trying to be palatable towards people that you don't really care that much about anyway? Are you going to keep spending the majority of your energy trying to smooth off that rough edge really? Because I think it's an enormous waste of time, just an enormous waste of time. So maybe some questions as we finish up. Um, If you're talking about, you know, like if you, if you identify yourself as, yeah, I am someone that's really trying to smooth off all the rough edges so I can be palatable and I'm, and I'm sick of it. Here's some questions to ask yourself. Number one, what are you burying? Like what, what real part of you do you feel like I can't bring that out because that's just too much? Uh, any one of the things that I said uh, previously, I'm not going to go through them all again, but what are you burying? Do you have an answer to that question? What are you burying? The second question would be, where are you compromising? This happens in a number of different ways, but one of the biggest ways that I see it happen in myself is someone will say something and I'm not really quite down with it. And I don't really want to cause a big ruckus about it. Like I don't want to get into a big debate about it, but it's not really how I see things. And so it's like, do I, do I go along with it? Do I say, yeah, yeah, but there's a different way of thinking, but like, in what ways are you really like in your work or in your conversations or even in your friendships that you just find yourself and and the constant conversation and the constant focus of the energy with the people that you spend a lot of your time with causes you to compromise who you really are and what you really think. Think about it. I mean, if you're doing that, If you're doing that and you're burying something you really believe or you really think or something that you really care about, uh, you're going to be compromising. And once you start compromising your integrity, man, it's really hard to know even who you are anymore. Um, So what are you burying? Where are you compromising? Who are you doing this for? If you find yourself constantly trying to work on the thing that's too much, ask yourself honestly and try to get to the honest answer. Who am I really doing this for? Am I doing it for me? Because I really think this particular part of my personality, my character, my behavior needs to change. Or am I doing it for someone else that I don't even really care about? That that doesn't even really have a big part of my life. For some of us, it's someone that isn't even alive anymore. It's a parent that we haven't talked to for 10 years. It's a sibling that has never loved us. And so you got to say, like, maybe it's time to say, well, maybe I'm done doing it for you. Um, Right? Okay. And then the last question is, what does honestly look like, which doesn't cause suffering for yourself and others? So when you're talking about, like, confronting someone 
because something really is hurting your feelings. What does it look like? Now I'm totally taking it to the uh, to the other side of the of the conversation. Now, what if what if you're someone that's thinking about saying something to someone else about something that feels too much? Can you say it to them in the kindest, truest, shortest way, in a way that doesn't cause suffering for them? You know, can you do that in a way that is um, that 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 helps them? have choice in it. Like, Hey, you know, I'm going to love you no matter what. I mean, I really am. And, and if I didn't, if I, if that wasn't true, I wouldn't even bring this up, but here's the thing, right? It's really like this particular thing. I want you to think about it. Um, you know, make I statements. It, it, I observe that when you get angry, you tend to really, really lash out at me and others in ways that uh, I don't think you mean to hurt us the way that you do, but you really do hurt us um, or something like that. So gang, uh, I, I th this is, and you can probably tell the energy in, in my voice. This is something I've really been noticing for me lately. I, I'm, I'm just, I'm just done I'm just done with smoothing off the rough edges. Um, I think I've done that a lot in my life and I'm kind of done with it. So uh, I would like to invite you to do the same. I'd like to invite you to maybe do some journaling on the things that you feel like maybe have been labeled too much. But really, you're going to stop working on that. You're like, you're not going to work on that. Maybe you're, you're going to create, you're going to make a shoebox and you're going to decorate it and it's going to be your too much uh, shoebox. And what you're going to do is everything that you've been labeled too much that you're no longer going to work. And this is the stuff you're no longer going to work on. You write it down on a little piece of paper and you put it in your shoebox. Man, I'm not going to work on that too conservative thing anymore, or too liberal or too shy or talk too much or too driven or like shoes too much or I'm too smart or too lazy. I, I'm just, I'm just, I'm not going to work on that anymore. You're going to put it in the shoebox, you're going to bury it and you're going to walk away free or at least more free. Can I get an amen to that, right? Can I get an amen? Oh, well, my friends, um, there is more to say about that, but I feel like that's about all I want to say. And so we are dust and breath. We're human and holy. We are limited and limitless, and we are in it together. Grace and peace, my friends.